Hi, this is 5050, real estate podcast for the common man, where we talk about selling, buying, and investing in real estate. We aren't baffling you with BS. We're dazzling you with brilliance. We're not telling you how to become a millionaire. We're telling you stories, the truth, and the information no one is talking about. So sit back, listen, laugh, and enjoy 5050, real estate podcast for the common man. Hey everybody, JD here. Hope you're looking good and feeling fine. Hopefully you had a great week. Uh, with friends, families, and relatives. We're going to be discussing in this podcast something that a lot of, geez, a lot of uh, podcasters and YouTubers really don't talk about. It's the myth of investing in real estate. You know, I'll tell you, it is such a myth that, yeah, get rich quick in real estate. Yeah, buy homes, buy real estate, and make millions and millions of dollars. And you see that all over. Yeah, I bought uh, so many properties and I'm a multi-millionaire now. Well, you know, that's just, you, you hear always the people who've won the lottery, but not all the millions and millions of people who've lost on the lottery. And you always see that one person who's makes it big in the movies or in a rock band but you don't see the millions and millions of people that are starving playing on the street corners for nickels and dimes that think they're going to make it big in uh, the entertainment industry so we're going to cover some meat and potatoes get down and dirty on why I think buying real estate as an investment is extremely hard. This is stuff that people aren't going to tell you, you know. They're just not going to discuss this. Well, the first thing people will say, John, and I've seen this year over years, JD, what kind of background do you have? And I say, well, I've been selling real estate for about 35 years, started working for a home builder and learned how to uh, sell real estate with one of the national home builders and then um, got my real estate license, worked for some major, major companies, did really well on some of the major companies. Uh, worked and opened up my own company and did pretty well. Still have my company now, kind of small independent company now, and just work with uh, relatives and friends and neighbors and referrals now. So I'm not out, you know, working as hard as I did when I was younger. And uh, so I have a lot, a lot of uh, knowledge in residential real estate, not commercial, never really sold commercial, but residential pretty much got down to a science, science, and um, a lot of my uh, business over those years, about 80% of my business was selling investors. And uh, so I learned about uh, investing in real estate and uh, how the numbers are and how to find the uh, deals and how to put deals together and so on and so forth, uh, so on. And uh, I have to say, extremely difficult, you know, extremely, extremely difficult to make money buying and selling and flipping real estate. Now, I know this is really contradictory of what you've been hearing because so many people like, buy real estate, make money in real estate. This is where all the wealth is. 
well, you know, how about buy crypto, buy crypto, buy stocks. That's where the wealth is. Uh, uh, you know, buy firewood. That's where the wealth is. Buy this, buy that. Well, the only people that are telling you buying is the people that are making money off of you. And once they made their money off of you, they don't care what happens to you. So like I said, it's usually a lot of people telling you to buy real estate who are pretty much making money off of you, not the people that have the risk. And you definitely have the risk when you're buying real estate. So we're going to discuss really what's happening in today's market, why I think buying real estate is a risky in, uh, uh, investment, and what to look for when you are, and kind of the meat and potatoes on investing in real estate. So, the first thing, let's let's just go and, and, and tell you a little bit about what's going on with the market now. Now, Black Knight is a data company that really tells you kind of what's going on with the real estate market and what's happening. And what has happened is, in September, just one month, the market went down a half a percent. That doesn't seem very much, but that's in one month. In September, August, the real estate market in August went down 1.2%. Now, if you look at just since May and how the housing market has dropped, United States has lost 1.3 trillion, let me tell you again, 1.3 trillion dollars worth of equity vanished, gone, never will probably come back. So if you really look at, at it in general, um, usually that means that all the borrowers are about $30,000 less than what they bought their home back a few years ago uh, because the housing market has gone down. So like I said, it's it's really interesting, and a lot of people say, "Well, where's you know why isn't there so many uh, foreclosures? Why?" Well, it's just starting, and so many people when I read or talk to, they go, "Well, then JD, there's not not going to be that many foreclosures, even though the market's gone down. People have a tremendous amount of equity, so you know they can still sell the home." While what they have said in this uh, Black Knight. Uh, article is they say people still have $92,000 in equity in their homes so they can still sell them. Then then it goes on and it says but there's a lot of people underwater because they owe more on their home than it's worth and they say 275000 let me say that again 275000 thousand home borrowers are, are four months delinquent. So if if they have all this equity, why is 275,000 people four months past due? Is because they owe more on the home than it's worth. So like I said, the market has really changed. It's really changing more. It's probably going to drop, I'm going to say, maybe another 15 20% by maybe May, June, July of next year. And uh, so, 
like I said, it's uh, really, really kind of risky to buy real estate. And let me also uh, tell you, because the past three or four years, everybody's like, oh, people made tons of money in real estate. They made tons of money in real estate. Well, yeah, it was a made-up fantasy market. A monkey could have made money in real estate. But when it's a normal market, it's extremely hard to make money in real estate. Well, look at this. Crypto, okay? Crypto. Let's let's look at the uh, crypto. You know, crypto, Bitcoin was up, God, what was it, $64,000 a coin? And now it's down to like 15000 People lost billions and billions of dollars. And what was that? other one JTC um, I think I'm pronouncing it right uh, that defrauded it's the biggest scam pyramid scam since Bernie Madoff and people have lost billions and billions and billions of dollars in, um, in investing in crypto through this fraudulent company and so on and so forth so like I said you know, it's everything has its entire risk. And I'm going to go over just how risky it is to buy real estate. Now, here's something that's really, really interesting. You know, when you purchase a loan, unless you've got a lot of cash, a lot, a lot of cash, and you can buy these things with cash, which a lot of people don't do. So let's forget the small percentage of people have a ton of money in the bank and can buy these properties in cash. Let's say the average person, which is probably a good 90% of the American public, in order to buy real estate, they have to get a loan. Well, if you get a loan, they're not going to give you the same terms as if you were buying the home because it's a much more risk to the mortgage company to buy investment property than to buy your own property. Now, you wonder why that is. Well, I'll tell you, I had somebody years ago who had seven investment properties with loans on them and the market collapsed, just went down the tubes. And guess what they did? They let all those properties go back to the bank, except for the house they lived in. The house and then they lived in, they paid their payments, they were all current. All the investment properties that they just saw, the value go down the tubes, they just gave it back to the bank. So that's why when you buy an investment property, you are not going to get the interest rate that you're going to get when you just own Occupy. You might, you know, if the interest rates are like seven, seven and a quarter now, you might be going eight and a half, nine, ten percent, which is really, really high. Then they're going to ask probably a down payment, 20, 30, maybe 40 percent down just for a down payment because the risk is really high. But so many people don't think this. They go, oh, we see all these people. They're getting these investment properties, no money down, and little no money down, or 
Hey, all they came up with was 5% or 10% and so on and so forth. No, they, they really didn't. And if they did, what they did is usually get hard money. And it's hard money lenders are, I always tell people, that's why they call it hard money. It's because it's really hard to get. A lot of times investors will come up to me and they'll say, oh, we got cash. We got cash right now. We're ready to buy, ready to buy. And I go, oh, great, great. As long as the deal is right, JD, as long as the deal is right, we got the cash to buy. Well, that's a huge red flag to me because I know pretty much they're broke. They don't have any money in the bank. And they're borrowing from a hard money lender. And a hard money lender usually is a private lender with a lot of uh, investors that invest with not on the person buying the house, but on the property. And usually they will give a loan if your house that you're purchasing and fixing it up is usually 75 to 65% under market. So what I'm saying is let's just say a house is fixed up and you want to get that house for $260. Let's say let's say it's a $400,000 home, that's what they're asking, and you need to get it 65% under market. So you have to bid like what 140 uh which nobody's gonna nobody's gonna give you a house 65 percent or even 75 percent under what it's worth so a lot of these so-called wannabe investors they come in and they say well cash buyers hey we'll buy your home cash and close quick yeah if you give them if you give them their house if you give them your house for 65 to 75% under what market value is. But who's going to do that? I remember years ago when I was naive, didn't know what I was doing. I got one of these investors that were hard money investors. I didn't even know what it was. And he wanted to put in offers. So we put in offers on some homes. We put in like four offers. And and I he, and I and the, the sellers, two of the four, accepted the offers. And I went, holy smokes, this is easy. Well, he put in another 110 offers and never got one accepted. Matter of fact, the real estate commission called me because they were getting so many complaints and thought we were scamming something, uh, everybody. And I said, no, this is not a scam. He's just putting uh, uh, low bids in. And they said, well, JD, we really recommend you pretty much not work with this gentleman because we're just getting tons and tons of complaints and I said you know I'm not going to work with anymore put in like a hundred plus offers and never gotten any more or accepted so I'm basically bailing and uh, telling him you know good luck get somebody else who's you know who's willing to waste their time so you know a lot of these people who are you know trying to get real estate with you see them we'll buy your home pay cash call us now quick closing they're all these kind of 
hard money, you know, investors that are all just getting their money from, you know, in loan sharks basically because they're not giving these people they get they give them like eight nine ten thirteen percent interest rates in today's market they charge ungodly amount of fees and then they say hey you've got to fix and flip this uh within six months or you're going to have to uh pay us a massive amount of of um fees or you're going to have to refinance, uh, so on and so forth. So the terms are terrible on them. And I've seen so many people buy homes and they think they're going to flip them really quick and they don't. And then all of a sudden, their six months is over and the mortgage company is starting to foreclose. And, uh, you know, you've probably seen these homes are half built and then they just walk away and the bank owns them now. Because they think they're just going to come in with quick cash, buy these homes, fix them up, and make a bundle, and it's it's just not going to happen. It's just like I said, the 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 myth of these people. Oh, you can make millions of dollars, you know, buying and selling real estate. It's a joke. I'll tell you why it's a joke. Because all the real estate agents would all be millionaires if it was that easy. Why would we work with investors and find them the deals? We all buy them and sell them and, and rent and be all millionaires ourselves, but we're not. So you've got to look at that. Also, like I said, when you get a regular loan, uh, let's say forget the hard money loan on fix and flips. Let's just say you're going to buy a property to rent. Uh, well, you're going to have to qualify for your house. You're going to have to qualify for the rental house. You're going to have to have probably 20, 30% down, your interest rates are going to be a little higher. And uh, then once you get the property, you're going to have to get a renter. And, you know, I've had so many past investors go, guy, these these tenants, they look so sweet and nice when they came. And then we found out they, you know, didn't really have the job they had or... They uh, lost their job and they didn't pay us for four or five months and we were behind on our mortgage. So now we had to evict them, but we had to get an attorney and the attorney was two, three hundred dollars a hour. So we had to pay a ton of money for attorneys and then we had to go to court because what are you going to do? I mean, you know, you might have some good people that rent who when their rent's up, uh, they you know leave or they can't pay their rents and they just tell you hey we just can't pay our rent we, we're gonna have to move and they give you a 30-day notice but you get a majority of renters who you know they don't have any place to go they've lost their job they're not gonna just live out in the street they're gonna, they're gonna take you for everything they can until the law and the sheriffs come over and evict them and throw them out on the street and usually if if it gets close they're going to be moving at the in the middle of the night and then when you come in their trash is all there they've trashed out the place they've sold the stove and the refrigerator's gone the rugs all stained there's holes in the walls there's holes in the doors and so on and so forth and that's another thing that um, you know people 
don't discuss is the maintenance. What do you think? You're just going to buy a home and, and rent it and not have any maintenance whatsoever? I remember talking to an investor. She she owned a couple of real estate properties. She wanted me to find her uh, some real estate investment properties. And uh, so I helped her uh, find a few of them. And we got discussing and I said, you know, what is kind of the maintenance? And she goes, oh, JD, renters don't maintain the properties. You, you think they are and they they kind of, you know, first few, three or four months, they maintain it. They cut their lawn, they weed a little bit, and then the novelty wears out and they realize, why am I fixing up? somebody's property that I don't own so they kind of they don't really water the lawn that much they don't weed they don't fertilize and all of a sudden the lawn starts drying out uh, the weeds go I mean you you if you walk down a neighborhood you can pretty much tell who's renting the properties because they're not reeded they're not cut the lawn just maybe mowed over the weeds and so on and it just goes really really downhill but she said which was really interesting she said and i thought it was really funny she said how many uh renters does it take to change a light bulb and I said, uh, gee, I, I don't really know. How many renters does it take to change a light bulb? She goes, none. They just call the landlord to do it. And that's kind of what it is. So, you know, you, you, when you buy a home, you're going to have tons of maintenance, wiring, plumbing. The, my garbage disposal doesn't work uh, because what? They throw so much garbage in there and stuff that really shouldn't go down the drain they just throw it so now the 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 uh, plumbing's plugged up so now you got to call a plumber that's a hundred fifty dollars just for service calls and there's two three hundred dollars to un you know unplug your drain or your toilet and so on or to put a new uh garbage disposal maybe your furnace goes out there's another five six thousand dollars or your water heater uh goes out there's another two thousand dollars uh expenses so like i said them they don't really mention all the maintenance it has to do and i always tell people if you're going to purchase a single family home you know hire someone to take care of the property to fertilize it cut it water it don't expect your tenants to do anything they're renting they're not going to fix your property if they do they're just going to do the basics and that's really about it and you're going to see your house stock depreciating because the sprinkler is broken or they didn't water the yard or they didn't fix this or the you know the faucet's dripping and they haven't fixed the faucet and it just keeps dripping and dripping you know it's stuff stuff along that lines another thing that's really interesting that they don't tell you when you buy uh real estate and why it's so difficult to make a living uh buying real estate is so many people and i i've i've talked to them and like oh we want to do flicks and flips we've we've done three or four this year and I go, really? And they go, yeah. And I say, well, have you saved any money for capital gains tax? And they, they go, huh? They look at me like a deer in a headlight. I go, 
well, if you made any money, you're going to be paying capital gains tax. And they're like, well, nobody told us that. Uh, we just made a profit. Nobody told us we had to pay capital gains tax on it. And I'm like, yeah, if you've sold that many properties, you're not an investor. You're considered a dealer. And they're like, oh, really? Uh, no, nobody really told us that. I mean, you know, they, they, they get enough information out of books and videos and TV ads that makes them dangerous. And nobody tells them about the capital gains tax. Now, a lot of my investors who own properties, they come to me and they want me to list them. And I, I say, well, are you willing to pay the capital gains tax? And they go, oh, yeah, we forgot that. And I say, well, let, let's just look at the capital gains tax on a, a, a property. Let's say that you bought a property and you owned it and you rented it. Or you're fixing and flipping it. But let's just say you rented it for a while. And you sold it for $400,000, okay? But you got a loan on it for 200000 So you take the $400,000 that you sold it and you pay off the loan of 200000 You have $200,000 worth of profit, right? And you go, wow, yeah. But remember, you have... Capital gains tax. Capital gains tax could go up to almost 37%. But let's just say you're not that, you know, that wealthy. You're not making that much income. And let's just say that your tax bracket is 25%. So you sold your house for 400000 You paid the $200,000 loan off. You have $200,000 in profit, Right. But you have to pay capital gains tax on that property. Okay, so out of the $200,000, let's say you have to pay 25%. That's $50,000 in capital gains tax. That's not including, right, your real estate costs. So let's say you you sell $400,000 home. Let's say... 6% real estate commission, another 2 3%. Let's just say 10% and more cost. There's another $40,000 just in the cost of selling home. That That's not fix-up. We're not saying fix-up. They're saying like if you just didn't fix the property up. So now you have $200,000. You have, uh, have $50,000 in taxes. You have $40,000 in real estate fees and commission, you walk away with $110,000. And like I said, uh, that sounds really good, but how much money did you put into the property? I remember, I'm not looking at fix-up costs. I'm not looking at your renters. Left, you have to put new carpet, water heater, uh, you know, furnace, so on and so forth. They, you know, you had two renters that, you had to evict, you had to pay attorney's fees, uh, so on and so forth. Like I said, it, it just is kind of too good to be true. And like I said, when you really look on, on that, you, you know, people will say, oh, yeah, make money in real estate. It's really easy. It's great. Look at me. I made, you know, $150,000 
it's you know i just sold my property but they never tell you yeah how much did you pay in capital gains how much did real estate uh, commissions and cost cost how much did fix-up cost? They never really tell you that. You know, it's kind of like looking at your paycheck and you see gross, and it's like after the taxes and insurance and everything else, you go, what? I made this, and this is all I brought home? That's pretty much what, what goes on. So, like I said, uh, if you're thinking about buying real estate, I would really look at it seriously before you invest if you're thinking about, like I said, doing fix and flips, I would really look very close at, in today's market because, boy, with the markets going down, you might buy a home now and four months from now, you might it might be worth 10% less than what you bought it for and then you're buried into the thing. And like I said, if... Um, you know, the people who really make money in real estate is people who buy homes live on them for 20 years, sell them, pay off their homes, and then make a ton of cash and move down. But like I said, uh, it is extremely, extremely hard to uh, make money in real estate because, like I said, you know, you've got your loan. If you have a loan, you have your real estate commissions, you've got your capital gains tax, you have your fix-up costs. It is not easy to make money in real estate. It's extremely, extremely hard. And I can guarantee you, if you talk to a lot of people who are investing in real estate, maybe 10% of them make some diff, decent money. The rest of them probably buy the one investment property, learn all this, sell the property, maybe make enough money that you know they could have probably worked at McDonald's and made the same amount of money and they never buy investment property again because they've learned so much just buying their first property so like I said folks I hope you've learned a lot about this because I want you to really realize that this myth about buying real estate and getting rich quick and become a multi-millionaire is just a farce it's just smoke and mirrors it's a myth and like i said very very few people make big money in real estate but you don't hear about all the people that lost their shorts buying in real estate you always hear the very few who are on youtube and podcasts and you know late night tv commercials all telling you how to get rich in real estate and you know what they're all making money off of you trying to sell you programs or sell you real estate because they want they can pocket big commissions or sell you big you know class uh investment classes to come to uh, for thousands and thousands of dollars and show you how easy it is to just buy real estate and make millions of dollars. got to ask yourself, if these people were millionaires, why in the heck are they creating their own competition? Why are they telling you how to buy real estate and now you're basically their competition? It just doesn't make any sense. So hopefully you learned a lot about this. Hopefully you'll sit down and think about this. 
And hopefully, if you're thinking about buying or selling real estate or investing in real estate or taking your savings out or pension plans or 401ks, you're going to think really hard and really long before you take the risk. All right, folks. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Hopefully, you learned something and have a really, really good week. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show, Real Estate for the Common Man. Please follow us or subscribe. Tell your friends, neighbors, relatives, and coworkers about us. We're on all your major podcast apps, Amazon, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. If you can't remember all that, just Google it or have your friends Google Real Estate for the Common Man and it will come up. Again, we thank you very much for your time and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hey, if you live in Colorado Springs and want to buy or sell a home, you can look us up at soldrealestatecompany.com as in I sold a home. Again, thank you very much. Have a very good week and we'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.